Good morning, South Florida. It's your girl, Super Cindy. Happy Sunday to you. Thank you so much for joining me on Community Matters. I hope you guys are feeling blessed and highly favored and got a lot of things going on for today. And you're starting your day off right by tuning into Community Matters, where resources and all kinds of good information is given out every Sunday. And to, well, this show is like, like the rest because more awesome information is being given out. I'm here speaking to the creator, president, founder of Afro Pride Federation, known as Afro Pride, Mr. Damon Jones. Hey, Damon. Hey, how are you doing, Super Cindy? I'm good. How are you feeling on this Sunday? I'm feeling great. Just getting prepared, getting ready for the Pride event. It's our second, second event, so I am very happy about that. We made it to the second year. Okay, congratulations on that. Happy second year. I was at the first one. I'll be at the second one. And let's break down everything. So um, Afro Pride Federation, you and um, you and who created it? You and Do who? Yeah, Donald Gunder, uh, okay. is the, other co the co-founder. We are the co-founders of Afro Pride. And what was the reason for creating Afro Pride? And what is Afro Pride Federation? Okay, Afro Pride, um, our mission is to foster the social and the mental wellness of the African-American and the Afrocentric uh, LGBT communities of the African and the Caribbean um, diaspora. Um, and we do this through services, through HIV prevention and education. We also do this through mental health and substance abuse interventions. And we also provide a um, platform for cultural arts and performing arts. We have an annual pride event every year and we have an annual uh, Pride Chilla event, which is surrounds um, LGBT music artists. Um, That's so awesome. Definitely. And wh why did you guys, you and Donald create Afro Pride? Well, Afro Pride started um, in the middle of the COVID pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the reasons we created uh, Afro Pride, Don and I are of the LGBT black and brown community. And we noticed um, the disproportionate effect of COVID on the community, not just the black community, but also the black LGBT community because we are the black community. Mm -hmm. um, there was um, a lot of fallout of care when it came to um, um, HIV and AIDS. There was a lot of fallout of care. There was uh, employment, um, you name it. Um, we saw it, we were very impacted. So we knew we had to do something and we knew we couldn't do it alone. So we came together and we uh, founded uh, Afro Pride, got a um, couple of board members together and um, Afro Pride was founded. And we were, um, we are, we founded Afro Pride to execute our mission, which is to foster the mental and the social wellness of, of that community. High five to you, because I can like, my whole thing, I was like, as you were speaking, I was thinking during the pandemic and everything shut down, that was so hard for everyone. You're, you know, you're not seeing your friends. You're not being able to just go to the store and pick up what you need. Your job might've shut down. You might've lost your job. Like just so many factors came into it. The mental health aspect, trying to avoid catching COVID. If yes. you caught it, thinking you're going to die immediately as you're diagnosed with being positive, just right. so many things. And then adding on the fact um, uh, being a member of the LGBTQ plus community. Right. I mean, like, so for you to make this Afro pride organization to support the community, like big high five to you and Donald for real. Cause I know like a lot of, um, of the LGBTQ plus community, they go see doctors, um, mental health specialists, all kinds of stuff. And at the, be especially at the beginning of the pandemic, 
everything shut down. So what if they don't have refills of the medication they take or just their therapy sessions or just all the countless things, the clubs that they would go to and have fun with their friends to forget about all their problems, Mm -hmm. to dance the night away. Everything Mm -hmm. just disappeared. Poof. Exactly. So, I mean, talk a little bit about that. Because I I, I know I've interviewed before you before, um, Mm -hmm. closer to when the pandemic was happening. Mm -hmm. And now it's a little bit after that. But talk a little Mm -hmm. bit about what the community, the LGBTQ plus community was going through, like basically what I was talking about. Yeah, it was, it was ba- one of the things, um, one of the things we want everyone to realize it is that Black LGBT and Black is usually lumped in the same category, especially when it's the st- statistics. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just wanted to, to say that, and um, during the uh, pandemic, there was a lot of depression when it came to, it was a lot of depression, it was a lot of a suicide watch, um, and there was a lot of death, a lot of people died, so there was a lot of a grieving um clients as well during that time mm-hmm. uh, also the during the shutdown a lot of things had to go online um at that time i was also working for um an organization which worked with uh, the public public schools so um the schools shut down so you know the kids weren't able to go to therapy um so during that time it was just about um being able to provide services to those who to for those who were, providing services and also providing, um, what word am I looking for? Um, assurance more to those, uh, to those, to that community to say, hey, there are services out there. There are people out there. There's a community out there that uh, cares and that understands what you are going through. Um, once again, we saw people dying, you know, not mm-hmm. of it and of falling out of care and depression, you know? So these are the things that we saw. So. Um, me being a, a clinical psychotherapist, um, Donald being a, a community organizer, and we're in the community, and we also are connected with a lot of community leaders in that community and outside of the community. Um, once again, we got together to be able to create Afro Pride and also connect to other um, stakeholder organizations that will be able to help us expand the services that we're, we're offering. And, and, you know, like I, you just said something that made me think like a lot of people weren't getting their medications or even if a lot of people who did have them were just so depressed and down, they were like, weren't on top of their regimen of health, like, you know, take this at this time or whatever the, the way it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people were slacking. So, yeah, definitely. So with Afro Pride, now we're like past the hump of the pandemic and the shutdowns and everything. How have things changed um, with the care and the mental care, the physical care, just interacting um, with the community and the people that you serve through Afro Pride? um, How was things? Things have gotten a lot better because everything is like opening back up. We back outside. (laughs) We're definitely back up. So it kind of feels good to get offline. It kind of feels good to actually have meetings. One of the things that stopped were group therapy meetings, which are very important um, to a lot of the uh, members of the community. So um, group therapy, it's kind of hard to have group therapy meetings online. So um, definitely to be able to get uh, clients and and community back into back into facilities to be able to get treated. Um, also too, just the, all the things and all the, all every all the consequences that came with COVID, um, you know, 
just as far as daily living and things is things being closed and people dying and things happening um those things went away as well so it what happened is it made it easier for people now to stay on a a regiment as mm -hmm. well too because once you know if you if you have to remember to take a pill or two pills a day and then this is happening someone's dying this is closed this is closed sometimes you don't remember or you just yeah. fall off that schedule so we've noticed that, you know, things are opening, people are getting back into care. Um, a lot of the on the meetings and group meetings are now starting to uh, come back together. As you can see, the Pride event is about to happen. The events are now coming back. So um, I think it's, it's, it's good too. And also there was a lot of, um, from what I experienced in, in the minority community, there was a help as far as COVID funding. So there was a lot of... Um, programs and initiatives out there that kind of opened up that I've seen a lot of that community uh, be a part of as far as housing and uh, getting back into employment. So um, and resources and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what I've That's seen, it's good. opening up, resources are there and, it's, and everything is it's getting back to normal. Um, normal right in quotes. <laughs> yeah, quote, quote, exactly. Right now there's a, a, a monkeypox um, outbreak yes now. yeah that um that you know it's like after covid like okay now we're kind of leaving the covid and now here comes monkeypox right so that is a, something now that we're dealing with in the community um Are, is afro pride involved with attempting to you know get the you know the people that support their organization to get the monkeypox vaccine is the vaccine available in our black and brown communities because i've seen it on TV during the through the I don't know through the news in Wilton Manors and things like that. But like, mm -hmm. what about in our black and brown community? Are the vaccines available and are the people willing to go get another vaccine? Yeah, from my experience, yes, definitely the um vaccine is available in the black and brown communities. Um AfroPride is a community partner with the Broward, Florida Health Department. Mm -hmm. uh, also um I sit on the one of the advisory boards with the uh, Florida Health Department of Broward. So they have initiatives to actually target black and brown communities, ensuring that they uh, get the vaccines and um, they come to you. They can, they will go out to an event. They will go out to a club night. You know, they will go out to a strip club if they have to, to be able to offer those, those vaccines. And yes, um, it's definitely different from COVID vaccines. Monkeypox vaccines, they're definitely willing to get that because it's more visible. Hello, you know. I was going to say, we ain't trying to have spots all over our face and our beautiful complexion, brown chocolateness. We're like, get the vaccine. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, there a lot is not as much hesitation when it comes to that, uh, with the monkeypox. And it's uh, the way it's transferred as well to a lot, you know, more touching, long period of touching yeah. and different ways of of contracting that. So definitely we see a, a difference in, in people in black and brown people wanting to take that that particular vaccine. But definitely okay. it is available through the Broward Health. Shout out to the Broward Health Department who mm -hmm. definitely stays on top of those type of initiatives. That's good to know. I'm glad that that initiative is being pushed in our community as well. So let's talk about two very, um, very important days that are coming up. Um, World Mental Health Day, which is on October 10th, and National Coming Out Day, October 11th. And that's why you're having all these festivals and festivities October 6th through the 10th, but we'll break it down really quick. Um, after, but what exactly is um, World Mental Health Day? How are you guys celebrating it or acknowledging it? Okay, World Mental Health Day. Uh, one of part of our services and our mission is um, uh, to foster uh, mental wellness of that community. 
Um, so this year, um, we're doing a couple of different things. Uh, the, the green ribbon represents Mental Health Day. So there's a lot of um, festivities that's kind of uh, themed in like the green ribbon for the Mental Health Day. Mm -hmm. Also, we have, um, I'm sorry, a pageant. Um, and we also have a ball. And with those pageants, there are categories. So there's like evening gown, there's question and answer, there's presentation, there's talent. And those categories are also going to be surrounded um, by mental health, um, mental health, surrounded and themed in mental health. And also the question and answers are going to be surrounded mm. in mental health as well, too. Also, we um, have a, a virtual we have a, a virtual component uh, where we're interviewing a lot of um, elite community leaders. They're Black LGBT and non-Black LGBT. Uh, we'll be uh, partnering with the Adrian Arts Center with that. So look out for that. We're gonna be um, showing that on our uh, social media. Um, and those and the questions we're asking are, you know, what is your coming out story? You know, we mm. have a lot of people, uh, Black and Brown people in high places. Um, that, that that's very interesting. You know, last year we had a doctor who came out at the age of 40. Mm. He must've she, felt so free after that. She. Oh, she, yeah. go ahead, girl. She. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, definitely. whatever, they felt so free. Exactly, she, yeah, she's living her best life. <laughs> and then also uh, mental health, um, arts, it's an arts festival. So arts and, um, how does um, arts play into your mental health? How does it, how does it help? Um, these are the questions that we ask. Uh, these, we're theming everything around like the mental health day and the, um, the mental health awareness day and also uh, the national coming out day. So it's about theming questions. Um, also at the park, the festival, uh, we're gonna be, there's a book by uh, Ace, shout mm -hmm. out to Ace um, in uh, youth and there, I'm sorry, the book is uh, their drawings and there's drawings in it and it helps um, LGBT youth, black LGBT youth uh, with anxiety problems. Um, what we're gonna do is uh, take those um, pictures out of that book and blow them up at the park. And they're gonna be used as like interactive, um, interactive art for the children because we're also gonna have oh, a kid awesome. zone as well. So there's a couple of things we're kind of mixing in there virtually in each event that it definitely um, surrounds uh, mental health and national coming out. It sounds so awesome, all these events. So let's go back to the ball. So the yes. ball, who can attend? What, like, where do you get tickets? What, how does that go down? Okay, uh, the ball is gonna be on Eventbrite. Anybody can attend. It will be in North Miami this year. Um, you can always go to uh, afroprideflorida.org. Once again, that's afroprideflorida.org. Um, and when you go there, we have everything listed there as far as locations, times, tickets. Um, if you want to volunteer, if you want to vend, if you want to sponsor, um, if you go to the website, definitely we have options for you to be a part, participate and engage in, in the pride. Again, that's AfroprideFL or FLA.org. That's uh, spelled all the way out. Afropride Florida spelled oh, out. Oh, spelled out. I'm glad I asked. Okay, so we talked about the ball and the ball, like we're really wearing ball gowns type thing, like Cinderella ball gowns. I'm sure they will be coming out to show. <laughs> oh, no, no, definitely. You know, um, the ball is, is is very, it's a cultural in the, in the LGBTQ community. It's a very cultural thing. The ball is more, have you seen, have you seen Pose? 
Oh, so po opposable. I got you now. I don't yeah. know why I was thinking Cinderella <laughs> with a big old poofy gown. <laughs> yeah, no, not a ball gown. You think ball, ball gown. No, and that's normal. I normally get that. No, this is going to be- Put me straight, Damon. School me. <laughs> no, this is a ball where they're going to be walking. You know, it's going to be sex siren. They're walking for face. Uh, a lot of different houses are coming from all over the uh, the southern region in Florida to uh, come compete for trophies and for cash prizes that should um, be fire yeah definitely it's 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 a well it's an anticipated event we have a, a lot of people engaged in, in that particular event as well and then we also have the mr and ms afro pride pageant now what is that like you said they'll be asked questions and things like that like a real pageant um and things like that oh okay the afro mr and mr mr and mrs afro pride um, is a pageant. And once again, it's a competition as well, where there are going to be categories. There's going to be um, for, there's going to be evening wear. I can't say evening out because it's Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> evening wear. Uh, there's a presentation, there's talent, question and answer. Um, and Mr. and Mrs. Afro Pride, we, we want to make sure that we um, choose community leaders, you know, not just any people or contestants that are actually in the community that are, um, working in the community and making differences and making changes. Um, that's what we're aiming for, um, for the pride, for the pageant. Um, and to just pe people and contestants that can represent what Afro pride represents, which is, you know, black and brown LGBT uh, greatness. <laughs> okay. And there, and for the um, pageant as well, if they want to, is it too late to become a contestant? No, definitely. You can once again, you can go to AfroprideFlorida.org and um, you can go register. You can register all the way until the day before, I think. So, yeah, wow, so they better have all their stuff ready, know how yeah. to sing, dance or cartwheel or something. <laughs> Just <laughs> exactly. be ready. Exactly. And that and that pageant is happening on what day? Like what day is the ball? What day is the pageant? Are you familiar with the dates? The yes, the the Mr. and Mrs. Afro Pride pageant. And oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. Let me add this in. There's a MX category as well. And, and that's um, Mr. Mrs. and MX. MX is for non-binary. Okay. Um, some some um, contestants did not um, identify as Miss or Mr. So we yeah. also have the MX there. I want to add that. Um, and that's Amazon Mary X, MX. That's the proper yeah. term like to refer to. Exactly. Okay. Yes. And um, the the pageant, okay, the, on October 6th, we're going to have a welcoming party, which is going to be at in Wilton Manors at Hamburger Mary's. Okay. Then October 7th, which is that Friday, we're going to have the, the pageant, which is um, in North Miami this year. Saturday is when we're going to have the big fet ball, and that's going to be in Wynwood this year. Okay. And then Sunday is going to be the big festival hosted by Super Me, your girl, Cindy. Super Cindy. <laughs> Yeah, so okay. that is the layout for this year. So let's talk about the Music and Arts Festival, the Afro Pride Music and Arts Festival. That's going down Sunday at Carter Park in Fort Lauderdale. And yes. I hosted it last year. And honestly, I didn't know what to expect. I just thought it was another festival. But let me tell you something. I had such a good time. The vendor tables were so informative. I met so many people. I interviewed a few of the tables in Community Matters and different shows, mm -hmm. like the Property Appraiser. Mm -hmm. um like I met a lot of awesome people there was also health services there mm -hmm. testing and all I mean it was put together well and then that was the first year so imagine now the second year I know more involvement 
of people that found out about it want to get more involved. So I know it's going to be super, super awesome. And again, if it was performances, music, dance, it was just an awesome, awesome afternoon. And where is Carter Park located? Carter Park is located, oh, don't let me, is it, it's 1450 Sunrise Boulevard? Could you check for me real quick? In Fort Lauderdale. 14, yeah, 1450 West Sunrise Boulevard in Fort Lauderdale, okay. Florida. Awesome. And it starts at what time does the music festival start? 1 p.m. It's 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. this year. Awesome. So I want everybody to check out Afro Pride Florida spelled out dot org to get the lineup of all the events that you guys are having so that you can see which one you can attend, which one you're interested in. And I just say go to the whole weekend because it's just awesome getting together. We back outside and we could do all that good stuff. Um, Damon, earlier you said that what was what what are you a clinical? Uh, I'm a clinical psychotherapist. And what are what have you seen by being a clinical psychotherapist? Like you give therapy and speak to people. Is that what a what does a clinical psychotherapist do does do? Yeah, yeah. They they provide uh it could be individual or group therapy. It's a therapist that provides and it, it's just more clinical um with diagnosis, um, saying diagnosis of depression, diagnosis of anxiety. Those therapists work with more clinical um diagnosis. So, you know, like based on in the past, the whole, you know, LGBTQ plus thing made people feel uncomfortable. People weren't accepted if they were part of that group. It was just extremely difficult. Have things gotten easier? Because now when we see, you know, same sex on TV, kissing, movies, like whatever, like we don't, it doesn't even make us flinch anymore. Like maybe back in the day, people would flinch. And mm. now it's just like, becoming part of the norm am mm -hmm. i being too optimistic to say things have gotten a lot better or is it slowly gradually being more accepted like with people like Lil nas x and you know just people that are making it the norm well i could say definitely um there's a lot more representation i could definitely say that mm -hmm. um you see a lot more um, on TV now with the trans community and more out and open LGBTQ community. Um, and I think through, um, I think through education and, and representation, because I've heard so many um, non-Black LGBT uh, community members uh, say they, polls taught them a lot about the community, mm. a whole lot, or a lot about their child that they felt may be LGBTQ. So it uh, they learned a lot from those type of shows and the rep representation. And I think that helped kind of soften the uh, the barrier there. Yeah. But there are, are still barriers too. I also want to touch on a lot of people think that the LGBTQ is uh, all rainbows. But when you get into the LGBTQ, um, it's not always together. Sometimes there's, there's the black LGBTQ and, and then there's, you know, there's the other LGBTQ is sometimes too. The so, Latino, the uh, white, Latino, the, the Asian, white. like it's broken down. Yeah, so sometimes it's, it's broken down. And that's one of the reasons why um, we have a more of a Afro pride event because sometimes um, a lot of the, the community doesn't feel like they're a part of the major events like the Stonewall uh, event. And if you look at these uh, pride events, you can look at them on TV. Uh, you see a lot, mostly like a lot of... Uh, white, Caucasian, light, 
uh, uh, Spanish, uh, Latin, more people, not many black people in those places. And sometimes they don't feel invited or comfortable in those places. So that's one of the reasons to, it was important to um, start an Afro pride, which is a more of a, a black and brown pride. Um, so, so we could feel represented. Um, this and we wanted this pride is culturally culturally authenticated and it's black and brown orchestrated and it's all inclusive. You know, I just want to also let people know that. But yeah, um, to add, go to back to answer your question, I think the representation and the education that has been publicly shown is starting to definitely soften those blows and barriers. Um, but there are still some barriers as well. Being Afro Pride. Um, it's not always accepted in every community. Um, as Black, you know, you come into to Black communities as a Black person thinking, hey, we're all Black, right? But some people see the LGBT first before they see Black. So, mm -hmm. you know, yes, we can come to uh, Super Cindy, and yes, we can go to the Adrian Art Center and different places where we can partner and there's no problem. But sometimes in the Black community, especially when it comes to faith-based organizations, we're not always really welcomed. We've been speaking to Afro Pride Federation or Afro Pride um, co-creator Damon Jones. Remember, for all the information on all of the festivities in October, you can go to Afro Pride Florida, spelled out, dot org. Damon, thank you so much for hanging out with me this morning. This has been Community Matters 99 Jams.